With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello to anyone listening. This is my video diary. No, it's uh, just me here in Japan. What's the day? Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Um, <clears throat> I... Yeah, I left a little bit of background noise so you can get the ambiance of where I'm at. Uh, I'm outside. I just showered and actually right out of the shower I was sweating pretty bad. So I had to get out the house and walk around. So <clears throat> here I am. Um, man, I just wanted to say... Geez, can Japanese people shop? Yesterday was so brutal on me. Um, I mean, apart from trying to get, I guess, souvenirs for everyone and trying to uh, pick up all the little cool things that you see when you're in another country. And then you realize that you got to walk a couple miles back to carry it all, carry it all back home. So uh, my back was... Uh, beating me up pretty bad but I guess there was a blizzard they were saying last night um, I never even looked up what a blizzard really is but I guess it's and I, I'd probably be wrong but it's um, it's just I guess wind and snow this is uh, how you know that I'm from California and I haven't been to too many places where it snows but uh, I love it I'm out here. I had to go back in and get my hoodie and my gloves. But as I speak, the ice that built up on the top of roofs is sliding off, which is really nice. Because I keep turning thinking that it's a car coming my way um, to kill the filthy American. But it's not. It's just uh, little... um, sheets of ice I guess that build up on the roof that are sliding off and this is how you know um, I grew up as a bit of an outcast Um, as I'm looking around and seeing all the snow and how cold it is and how much it snowed last night which is probably double what it did last time I was out last recording I did it was um um I would guess probably a couple inches so this is probably double that Um, and then when it starts to snow a little more than that it builds up and kind of uh, solidifies a bit because it normally I guess snow is kind of fluffy but um, it's awesome it's great and it also it kind of um, makes me think of again this is how you know I'm not the uh, typical person that would probably be out here talking about uh, baseball, politics, uh, TV shows. Um, But a couple things that I was noticing. 
the uh, I, I was talking to my is that such a thing grandparents-in-law um, my wife's grandparents and I was asking them if um, if uh, anxiety is something that's prevalent here as it is in America and they were saying that yeah they've seen uh, people talk about anxiety and things on TV and and, and uh, I guess on documentaries and stuff news maybe but they then I asked them which is something I always like to ask um, do you personally know anybody that's affected by this directly and they like a anybody that's um, um, really um, trying to answer the question honestly they stopped they thought about it for a couple seconds and then they um, they answered no no that's actually I don't know anybody or know of anybody that um, that has anxiety and so I, I was trying to find um, um, find what correlation um, correlation causation between why there isn't as much here and um, the crack podcast kind of suggested that the anxiety is something that's come about because of all the um, because of all the media so uh, I, I guess in a nutshell really what they're trying to say is that you get more anxiety when you have more worries in the back of your head like computer processes and the more that you start to um, get presented more problems and more issues around the world that you can't do anything about you just start building processes and worries and things that are uh, not affecting you directly and oh I lost a string on my hoodie Oh, it's close. Uh, and yeah, so the um, those processes are in the back of your head and then you continue to worry about them. And because you can't do anything to fix them, then you start to um, be affected by them. Hang on, let me pause this. <clears throat> okay, I had to fix the string on my hoodie. One side was out. Um, so yeah, you start to worry about these things more. And uh, since here in Japan, you don't really, um, you don't really watch TV. I, I noticed that maybe the older people are more l reading the newspaper and watching the news, but young people are more on their phones, which I'm sure they're being fed some information. And then there's a lot of documentary shows in Japan. So I'm sure that that, gives them information about problems around the world but uh, the other thing apart from that is the um, global warming I was asking them about global warming if they uh, hear about it mentioned and everything they were telling me that it seems that younger people kind of uh, are more aware I guess of the global climate change and all that stuff but uh, there is an earlier winter here in uh, um, Hokkaido yeah in Hokkaido which is the northern part of Japan and but it's funny because I was telling them that he, you know what the 
uh, in America, if this happened, every single person that mentioned how early the winter was coming would start to blame it on climate change. If it's too hot, if it's too cold, regardless, they're always just trying to guilt you about uh, climate change. Uh, but not so much here. I guess the younger people are more aware of it and more um, uh, I, I don't know. They're more programmed. They're more uh, knowledgeable about the propaganda that you're told. And so <clears throat> um, so I guess it's not as common here for people to constantly blame global warming. There goes the taxi. I probably look like such a weirdo just standing on here. Uh, looking out into a rice field that they're not using right now. It's just basically a flat land with just snow all over it. Um, and it's funny because I feel almost compelled to run through it. Um, <coughs> here's something funny that I almost like feel uh, like it'd be so fun to do a shoulder roll in the snow. Um, not on the street where it's uh, dirty snow, but on the places where it's a little more um, <clears throat> clean and un, un, uh, un, unbothered, unaffected. Um, actually, I'm going to start walking over to this other street. <clears throat> Let me walk over to the big street over here. Um... I should probably go inside and change to thicker socks too, or longer socks when I go back inside. Um, so yeah, when I'm looking at all the snow and everything, it makes me realize how, even for uh, older generations of people, how um, probably <clears throat> important it was to let them know about the seasons because uh, the days are really short. Obviously, we're heading towards winter. I guess it's like a late fall. I don't think it's considered winter yet. What is it, September 22nd or 23rd? Somewhere around those dates is uh, the autumn equinox, which means that the days and the nights are equally uh, <clears throat> uh, in length. They're equal. And then it starts to shift, and then you start getting longer nights and shorter days. Um, and apart from that, uh, the well, not apart from it, because it is exactly the same thing. The days are shorter, so the sun is lower in the <clears throat> in the sky. So it makes the uh, temperature a lot cooler because you don't have the sun in the daytime to warm the environment as much. So then you get. <clears throat> you get snow and rainfall and all the cooler stuff. But, so, I can only imagine back in the day when people would worry about, oh my God, the sun. The sun is um, is going away from us. We're all going to die. Look how much snow there is outside. And then you start to probably tell people, like, hey, listen, it's not that big a deal. It's going gonna, it's gonna to go back. It's just a cycle. So then you realize how important it is to let people know that the the days will get shorter and then they get longer again and it's just a certain period of time. 
So then what better way to make them understand when exactly the days shift to um, longer days and shorter nights, which is the exact opposite of winter. That's when it's summer and uh, as soon as it starts to shift, it's spring and everything. So as I've said before with the uh, the whole concept of Christianity and almost like all religions, it's kind of the same thing where you start to, um, how do you say, you start to um, <clears throat> get people to memorize what's happening and why it does and when it starts and stops. So then you start to tell people like, look, in uh, December, December uh, 22nd, 3rd and 4th, it starts to, uh, they're equal. I, I'm sorry. There's, uh, it's the shortest, shortest days and the longest nights. And then from that point forward, spring starts and it starts to shift in the opposite direction. So then you uh, need to make people understand that, look, the worst part of it is over. From this point forward, the our risen Savior is going to start to move up one degree and then the days are going to start to get longer. And this is when you celebrate and in America that's when you really did start to um, celebrate because uh, Christmas was a celebration where uh, people just party on the streets like crazy and um, it you had to start a, um, a force a group where they would control the chaos that was going on on the streets and you had to um, make people kind of uh, calm down a little bit so then it, it was almost like a, which is I wonder with Christianity is it some type of mind control programming that went uh, out of control and then they had to try to um, shift it in another direction but people were grasping on it so hard that they still haven't been able to and there's people today that irrationally believe that there's a uh, a robed magic man in the skies watching your every move and protecting you as a father um, and then <clears throat> it just uh, it was just something that was just so great when it came out that some people just don't use their rational mind to question whether there could be validity to that story uh, even though there's so much uh, things so much aspects of that story that don't really um coincide with reality so many things that aren't uh, possible um, in today's regular world uh, rules like walking on water feeding people with two fish like feeding an army's worth of people with two fish um, beings coming down from the skies and um, <clears throat> I don't know I, I there's tons of them. I, I mean, if you're not offended by this and you're still listening, then you probably know a handful more of those examples. Uh, what am I rambling about out here? Um, snow is great. It's fun. Uh, you're probably thinking like, uh, well, if you love it so much, why don't you move to insert snowy place here? Um, but I guess I didn't grow up on, in, in the snow, so I don't know the hassle of what that entails, the going out there and shoveling the snow and everything. But 
Another thing that I noticed here in Japan is that, yeah, it's cold outside, and it, it's a, uh, it's a uh, a challenge. It's um, it's difficult to kind of be out in the cold for most people, and so when you go indoors, people tend to have their uh, thermostat set so high that I start to sweat. This is why I had to walk out here and. Uh, record this and just stay outside for a little while and, and um, absorb the coldness. Uh, and the sun is coming out here and there. Um, not enough to melt all the snow, but it's enough to get the snow off the roofs and things. Um, <clears throat> but it's so cool. It's so uh, pretty. Is that the word? It's pretty out here um, with all the snow everything's just white and peaceful and calm and you can hear somebody walking in the snow like hundreds of feet away from you and um i'm actually standing by a drain here and i could hear all the snow that is melting falling uh what else there's a lot of uh cool stuff the stores the store like i said <clears throat> sapporo is is such a big place um sapporo sapporo makes a beer is it called sapporo beer kirin ichiban is that the one um but that, that's where we went and it's very similar to vegas in that you get off the train uh station and there's just like shopping centers everywhere from the train station all the way to the shopping center that you're going to and a lot of places to eat <clears throat> and uh when people wonder if japan is expensive or not it's interesting to say that it's in certain cases it's not that expensive but uh there is a lot of things that are very very expensive uh like i guess it's not really unheard of to go to the supermarket and pick up a couple of things and spend a hundred dollars on just a handful of groceries that, or things that you're going to need. <clears throat> and <clears throat> there's also because fashion is so evolved uh, here in Japan, um, there's so many different styles and and things to to <clears throat> consume. And again, I always talk about how America feels like it's in the past. And I think that this is another thing where it's true. Because it, we were looking at, at tennis shoes, uh, Vans, Adidas, and a little bit of Nike. But mostly Vans and Adidas are huge here. And there's a ton of different styles of shoes. Uh, s styles that you would never see in America. Some of them look very weird and... Um, stylish and non-conventional like they're um really weird things that they put on them to decorate them the soles are uh, very odd and everything's just so different um but i would think my wife and i were talking about how we think that uh, some of it is maybe <clears throat> because people are a little more open to choose a, a unique style here and uh, actually, when you're looking around, I was trying to really study with the different types of um, styles that you see with uh, just common people that are around. And 
and you um there's a handful of of styles that are are common and again just like it would be if i was standing here trying to talk about sports or trying to talk about music um i know that i sound probably completely odd um but i i think that there's something that you can probably appreciate from my ignorance when it comes to fashion is that I, I can probably look at it a little bit more objectively than uh, others. I probably won't be able to explain it um, better than, than somebody that knows about fashion, but I, I can see certain patterns that uh, certain people uh, like to uh, abide by, like to follow. And, and some of those things are... Uh, are almost like a, a trend, but others are so unique. Like if you're sitting, it's not like an, a mall in America where you can just have some people, how would you say, um, like you would see, let's say, uh, rockers, gangsters, hipsters, any different style. And it's not like you can really pinpoint exactly who they are, or who they're representing they are through their fashion. It's a little bit more complex than that. And I, I don't doubt that that's why there's so many variations in uh, clothing and fabrics here, uh, which is great. Uh, if I was a little more fashionable than, than I am, which I'm probably, I mean, one to 10, I'm probably like a one or a two at most. Um, but that's why you have a wife. The wife kind of tells you what looks good and what doesn't. Uh, and then you add your little spin to it and you try to form some sort of style um but it's kind of cool i i mean it, it japan is one of those places where you really want to go there with plenty of money because there is tons of stuff for you to buy that you probably won't find in most other places um what else what else can i talk about about japan um the sun still uh, helping out and warming the areas a little bit. There goes another car. Um, it's interesting too that I don't feel like there's as much uh, oddness to me being out here. I think that there's a little more uh, uh, tourist attractions, uh, more entertainment out here, even though this is a really tiny town. It's still a little bit <clears throat> more than, um, I mean, I, I should say it's a lot less than a big place like Tokyo, but it's still a pretty good amount. So <clears throat> it's not completely odd to see the foreigner anymore, uh, which it was before. But now I don't get the stairs as much. Uh, when we were at the, I don't even know if it's a shopping center or a mall, but when we were out there, we, <clears throat> we, uh, I was waiting outside with our bags, trying to uh, rest my back a bit. And there was a girl that was kind of just staring, I guess, curious that I wasn't from around there. And she saw me and I got, maybe she realized that she was staring a bit. And then she stopped and kind of kindly like bowed like a hello. I bowed back um, and it was kind of nice. But before it used to be where people would just be so confused by out of all places you would be at a place like this but now there's like 
I think there's like a famous snow festival around here, um, which my wife went to the last time she came. It must have been like sometime around February. And people come out to Japan from around the world to um, to go see these snow sculptures that people make. And, uh, and I'm sure that there's festivals and different celebrations that people are starting to be a little bit more curious. Uh, as we were talking about with her uh, grandmother and grandfather in the morning, we were saying that in America, ramen is so much more common and people are starting to explore Japanese cuisine a little bit more. When I first started dating my wife about a little bit over uh, 10 years ago, um, we would go to maybe in the valley, the San Fernando Valley, there was probably about, I want to guess, like maybe two or three different places to eat ramen at uh, in the valley. And now they're just all over the place, which makes it a little bit difficult because the probably one of the best ramens that you could find out there in LA or in the valley or anywhere um, in the Los uh, LA County um, it's still probably like mediocre compared to the ramens that they make here and uh, and now they're just everywhere that and sushi uh, which is odd like I've said before, sushi is not something that you eat on a daily basis or it's usually like a very rare thing that you just have uh, to celebrate something. It's not like a common food. Um, but ramen is something that is just like a normal dish. Um, and and yeah, it's a lot more common now to find ramen in... Um, in places around LA but now uh, now they're everywhere and they're not like I said a great ramen in LA is probably a mediocre one here and we had one yesterday that was so incredibly delicious um, funny because when we were sitting outside my wife and I were commenting on oh I'm a little out of breath that was just a walk of What's that, like maybe 300 feet at most? Um, oh, yeah, and so we were standing outside the ramen place, which is just basically a house that uh, there's this older lady in the front that just makes you your ramen, and a lot of the uh, clientele there are just um, commoners, and they just go there on a daily basis and just have their ramen. So as a matter of fact, one of the guys, when he got up and paid and walked away, he <clears throat> uh, told the lady, like, okay, see you tomorrow. And this ramen was probably like, I think we did the math and it's either four or five dollars. And it's better than any ramen I've ever had in LA. This place was incredibly delicious. Um, but when we were standing outside, we smelled the, the, the um, broth from outside. And it smelled almost like intestine, if you've ever had... Um, tripas in Mexican food or just um, what is it called <clears throat> um, I'm blanking on what they call it like if you go to a Japanese restaurant 
um, but it's basically intestine. <clears throat> and uh, she had, I, I don't even know what all, what all the different types of ramen she has because she, she didn't have a menu or anything. You just sit down and then she says, okay, what do you want? And then I just got the, the regular um, uh, soy sauce ramen, which is uh, shoyu. And then my wife got miso, which is, um, I think it's a soybean, um, a little thicker broth. <clears throat> but um, so yeah, the uh, the ramen itself was just incredibly delicious, and I don't even know that it had intestine, or unless she cooked it with intestine, and then that kind of added the flavor to it. But it was so buttery. Um, the the broth itself was very bu buttery, and I'm sure that it's one of those things where they boil it for a long period of time in the bones to add the flavor, and then she boils the noodle on the spot and you ask for how much noodle how much meat and everything you want on it um and i think we're going to go to the to a different ramen something else that she says is or her grandparents say that is is incredibly delicious so i can't wait to have that um meanwhile i'm just outside talking to this microphone about how i'm so happy here um standing outside as an older man is shoveling snow um and i i wish i could speak a little bit more japanese i i would like to kind of walk over to this older man and say like hey would you like me to help you shovel some snow um but i i'd be too afraid to say something wrong or uh to come across rude or uh, insulting um what else? What else? Uh, maybe on the next time that I record, I will have my wife uh, talk about it. Unless I can... I think I brought enough mics to maybe have like five or six people. If I can set that up, maybe I can try to have more people on this. Maybe my... Um, brother-in-law or just my wife and her uh or somebody i don't know we'll see uh, and if not it'll just be me again uh like most of these audios but uh i'll keep thinking of what else i've missed and haven't talked about um there's just so much out here and i don't want to right now i i just showered and came out here but i don't want to um i don't want to uh, seem too odd to them uh, that as soon as I'm ready I just go outside and I just start recording and go outside and uh, maybe have a cigarette and listen to a podcast while I'm playing outside in the snow by myself um, so yeah and I think we're going to go to the supermarket also so maybe pick up the last few gifts that we're going to give out to uh, friends and family and then it's Sunday, so we're leaving on Wednesday. And then on the way back, it's going to be a lot easier because we're, um, I think we're going against the rotation of the earth. And so it saves us about an hour and change on the drive back. Oh, and I see my wife is outside now. Outside in the... And she's telling me to go over there. Um... So it's been 31 minutes. That's not too bad. And then I'll record another one and talk about more of the awesome things and why you should come to Japan. 
Oh, and another thing is that people are um, learning English a little bit more. When you go to the mall in Sapporo, people actually know enough to tell you maybe where the restroom is, how much something costs. If you want to buy something, they know. Uh, they'll ask you, like, which one? This one? Okay. Uh, so it's um, a meshing of cultures and... Um, cultures and languages so I'm walking back to my wife's grandparents place and then I'll probably end this one as soon as I get there so I hope you're enjoying me talking to myself outside in the snow surrounded by Japanese people thanks for listening okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.